Warning, this podcast is hosted by a hopeless 20-something-year-old who's probably at home sleeping right now. Welcome to the Hopeless Homebody. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to today's podcast, everyone. I am Jasmine, and I am the Hopeless Homebody. Today, I will be speaking about a subject that I have honestly dreaded to speak about for a while, just because my parents listen to this, and my grandparents listen to this, and a bunch of my family members listen to this podcast. So this should be a fun one, but today I will be speaking about online dating and my experience with online dating i got a bunch of um viewers that sent in some of their experiences with online dating uh, which is fantastic and i get to share them without even seeing them so i'm very very excited about that but let's get into my first segment called fashion trends where I talk about fashion to do with my main subject. So I decided to tell you guys my go-to first date outfit. So for me specifically, I like to dress honestly really casual and I don't want to kind of scare people with my style because I feel like I do kind of dress more masculine now than I do feminine. So I think it's always a good staple for me to put on a nice pair of jeans. So I usually wear a nice pair. I've been really vibing with light blue wash jeans. I always have a nice sneaker. So you never know when you're going to be walking a shit ton because that's what I often do whenever I ask people on dates. It's usually a beach date or (laughs) it usually involves walking around because... I don't know, I get nervous and I want to do a little walk-walk. So yeah, usually platform converse are a must, but like I said, I've been really vibing with my gazelles, so that is also a good staple. Other than that, my go-to is my green. I have this green cardigan with little buttons on it. It's really cute. It's a little cropped if you like raise your hands or you're raising your arms a bit but it is like super like it's just it's just a staple you can't go wrong with a nice cardigan and like green really like green with my hair green with my eyes my complexion all of that I say for first date outfits just really like wear something that enhances your already beautiful qualities whether it's something that makes your eyes pop or your hair pop or makes, I don't know, you really confident and really happy. I recommend wearing that. And like just little jewelry, little necklace, little ring moment, tons of little rings, love little rings. But that is my go-to for a state outfit, specifically the green cardigan though. I literally always wear that. And if anyone I've ever dated in the last probably like three years. They probably know that because I literally wear it to every first date. Oops. Going on to my main lovely subject where I get to talk about my experience with online dating specifically. Uh, I am in a generation where 
it's really hard to meet people out in public. You literally only meet people when you're at clubs, bars, a friend of a friend. Uh, you never meet people really organically nowadays because everything's based off of social media, which is kind of shit. I wish that I just met someone like at a random coffee shop or like when you're strolling across the street. No, it's always on social media. I feel like um, a biggest percentage of people getting into relationships is from dating apps and online dating. I've tried them all. I went on dates with people from Tinder. I've went on dates with people from Hinge. I've never went on a date with someone from Bumble. I used to be obsessed with Bumble like a while ago because I was like, yes, I'm going to message people first. Empowerment but I'm just so lazy. I don't have anything to say. Like, you have to strike up an amazing conversation to me. Like, bring up something that I mentioned in my bio, and then I'll talk to you. I, like, if someone literally just says, hey, nine times out of ten, I will not respond. Probably, like, ten times out of ten, actually, I won't respond. But, like, you just, you just have to be interesting. Like, in a lot of my bios, I mentioned Michael Sarah. I mentioned Michael Sarah. I mentioned films. Talk to me about films. I will talk to you about films for hours, uh, if given the chance. Just totally sidetracked. But yeah, I don't really use Bumble anymore. I use that for more of my friend portion, my Bumble BFF. And I've also, I used her a lot in Vancouver when I started dating women and people of the LGBTQ community just because it is a really cool app to meet girls and people who identify as female um, or even people who are non-binary as well. It is a great app. I went on a few dates with some ladies through that. Like, I am literally only like a one to three date type of person once it hits the third date, it's either like I get the ick, the other person may get the ick from me, and it just fizzles out. I don't know why. Maybe it has something to do with me. Maybe it's the other person. But yeah, I'm like a one to three dates type of person. And then I kind of just move on to the next or just stop dating for a really long time. I feel like I'm in that period of my life right now where I just like just don't have time for people who just don't want to learn about me or they don't want me to learn anything about them and like I'm just kind of ready for someone to like be like yes like let's hang out let's do this. I definitely when looking for a partner it definitely has to be someone that wants to hang out with me like multiple times a week. I do like having my alone time. Obviously, I'm a type of person that likes my alone time to watch movies or film podcasts or go traveling, stuff like that. But I do like to spend time with like my friends and my loved ones and romantic partners because you want to be able to talk to someone, you want to be able to get to know someone, you want to do fun things with that person. I had seen this guy, I'm not going to name names on this pod, but I had seen this guy a few times and it just got really exhausting to me because 
I started getting feelings for him because we were talking for the span. This is so bad. We were talking for like the span of like four months, but had only hung out like four times. So that was only once a month. And by the like third month in, like I liked this guy because we were talking every single fucking day. And I always tried to hang out with him, but it just got to the point where he kept on saying he was busy and like had like these elaborate excuses. But like, yes, I did believe his excuses, but it's still, if you were really interested in a person, you would make time for them. Despite living far away, you would make time for that person. He only lived about like an hour, an hour and a half away by train. So that is an ex- that is an excuse in itself. But if you really like like someone, you make time. And I felt like I wasn't being prioritized, so I stopped talking to him altogether and basically told him that I wasn't down for this sort of once in a while thing. And like, he did say that he liked me and had feelings for me, but he was busy, which sucked. But I am only going to focus on people that give time, that give time to hang out with me, that give time to get to know me in person. You never know someone's true intentions and true feelings via text, which is so hard with this whole online dating thing is because you don't really know someone's intentions behind the screen, which is super, super scary and super weird. So that's why I just want to meet people in person and hang out with people and for someone to prioritize my time and for me to prioritize someone else's time. As for online dating, it is, I feel like I've honestly found more success on Tinder than any other dating app, unfortunately. A lot of my friends and people that I know like Hinge more, and I feel like I can never find someone on Hinge. I feel like Tinder's just so easy, and people may disagree just because it's basically only made for, like, hooking up. Like, people use Tinder to hook up, but I always feel like people reach out more on tinder than on hinge like i will match with someone on hinge and nothing is to be said at all and i just find that super annoying and i do like the prompts and stuff they're so cute so fun and i like the layout of it i feel like just people just don't try as hard i feel like there's like more alphas on tinder and they're like you know, ready to go. And like, it's cool that they added in the future feature on Tinder where it's like looking for like short term, looking for long term, looking for, I don't know. I really like that that feature has been added, but as for just dating in general, it is just so annoying because I, I, I figure out like it's there. And then for like a solid like week, two weeks, like I'm on it, I'm looking, I'm ready. And then like, it's just so meh. And I like go on a date and then just meh. And then like I stop for like a month and then I go back. And I don't know, I feel like I went on quite a few dates in compared to my friends. I feel like I've sort of had that experience (laughs) 
but I absolutely hate it. Like, I absolutely hate going on first dates because they're just so awkward. And I am awkward as a person. So it just results in me talking about myself and then talking, over talking to them and just filling in the awkward gaps. And I just hate awkward silences as a person. And I just don't shut up as a person. So first days are just really hard for me because it's like high anxiety, high talk, 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 talk. And then I feel like I may overwhelm people, but I definitely show that on my profile that I am overwhelming and talkative and eccentric and very Canadian. Enough talking about myself and my experience dating is I'm going to start to go into some story times. So my first story time is my, (laughs) is me. So I'm going to talk about my last dating experience in the past month. So I went on a date with someone. The date was all right. I quickly realized probably within 30 minutes of the date that we would be better off as friends. So we continued the date. He was very confused why I wanted to want to be so independent. And he was just very confused by that, which uh, red flag, because I think independence is cool. I think independence is sexy. Was very confused why I want to solo travel. Also red flag. (laughs) But yeah, the date ended and I went back home and he was messaging me still and being like oh we should do another date and I was kind of like haha yeah which honestly is kind of bad of me because I should have said it right then and there and the get-go that I wasn't vibing it but I feel like my people-pleasing tendencies takes over and like I find it really hard to let people down and I don't want to like make a fuss and I don't want to cause a scene, which is something I'm actively working on and trying to get better at Um, because in the long run, you should be honest with people, but I don't know, it's just, it's just really hard to and I just don't want to make people upset. So it ended up just sort of like, fizzling out like we were still talking but like it was very much friendship vibes which we both sort of came to terms with and agreed on he's just kind of a little bit weird about it so I messaged him back and I was like like do you actually want to be friends and he was like yeah I love your letterbox reviews and I was like sick he's like yeah I love all your content that you're producing I'm like cool thank you so much fast forward a few days later he just unfollows me on everything, unfollows me on Letterbox, the whole nine yards. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Keep in mind, this person works at a place that I actively go to about two times a week, <laughs> which makes it super awkward for himself because he, every time I go in, he literally doesn't acknowledge my existence, which is super super lovely and I was just going to be nice about the whole thing last time I went into this establishment I like looked over and smiled and he just looked right away 
and I knew exactly where he fell. It's been like, I think a week since that last encounter and probably like three weeks from the whole date. And honestly, when that whole encounter happened, I was pretty pissed off because I'm the type of person that doesn't like to like upset people like I said or like burn any bridges. I don't like to have bad blood with anyone and it just like kind of hurts. Like whenever I see someone on the street that I met from high school, like I just always go up and say hi and it's just like common courtesy to be nice. So I don't understand people who just like completely don't acknowledge other people's existence and like there's a way of being nice about things and this is just my personal opinion you could have a whole different opinion than me but at the end of the day like I think it's just good to be nice to everyone you meet and treat people with respect even if you've had a bad experience with someone literally I've been taught from such a young age to kill people with kindness to always invite kindness into the world and don't burn bridges because you never know when you will see that person next or you don't know who that person like knows like maybe they know some of your friends or someone that you're gonna work with in the future i think it's just common courtesy just always be nice and i don't know it just really put me off from that whole experience Going into my fun part of my segment is I got some viewer responses of their experiences dating on an online dating and all of that. So I'm just going to read a few. So this one is from one of my viewers and they said, just got out of a two year long relationship, met this guy off a of Tinder. We had a, a few drinks, decided to go back to my favorite bar. He hated the bar as the music was too <laughs> demonic, <laughs> bearing in mind that he has seen my style and look on Tinder and very obviously is alternative with tattoos and piercings. And also in my bio was my music taste. So he knew what he was getting into. We went home later to his and he said he was hungry. So he ordered Subway and then he threw up the Subway 10 minutes later and for me, this was absolutely the worst thing ever, just because this person has imitriphobia, which is like the fear of vomit, and I never saw them again. But a year later, he popped up on my phone asking and begging for feet pictures and videos. Well, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that is disgusting. I would have left. <laughs> I would have just grabbed my stuff, and left. And I hope you did. Ew. That is literally so gross. Another one that I got was this person was on a first date and spilt a whole pint over someone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is literally my nightmare. <laughs> that is my nightmare serving but also my nightmare for doing to an actual person because I've definitely spilled 
a whole pint of beer over myself. And if I did it to another person, I would feel even more awkward and embarrassed. Another one from the same person is that this person got a call from their dad that their uncle had passed away on a first date. So during this date, this person was crying and unfortunately for this first date, it was very, very awkward. And this person was so upset and then absolutely got obliterated because they were very, very upset. My next story is one that I've heard before, unfortunately, but I know the story very, very well. So basically, this person I know went on a first date. This person said that I could share this on the pod, so it's been approved. Don't worry, guys. So this person was going on a first date with someone that they met online. They show up to this, I think it was like a burger joint, so this person walks in, they meet their date, and so they're sitting down talking. I would say about like 15 minutes into the date, this person gets a little bit serious and they say, I need to show you something really, really important to me. And my friend is like, oh, like, yes, of course, like, what? And this person was like, oh, like, this is just really, really sentimental to me. I really need to share this part of my life with you. And my friend was like, yes, of course. This person slides over, unlocks their phone, and shows my friend a picture of Peppa Pig in BDSM. And like, the whole nine yards. I'm sure this photo like circulated around the internet a while ago, but my friend was like, thought it was a joke at first, was like, oh, ha ha ha, like thought it was funny. And then this person looked at them and was like, no, this is very, very, very important to me. Like serious right? (laughs) Like, direct eye contact. And then there was just other interesting things that happened on that date. And that was the end of my viewer questions and uh, story times. Thank you for sending them in, everyone. If you want to be featured on my next podcast, be sure to answer questions that I shout out on my Instagram. It is uh, hopelesshomebody. And if you have any story times, any fun story times, I'm sure I'll cover it in a podcast. Just send them over to my Survey Monkey link that is on my Instagram as well. Getting into my favorite subject, where I sit down and talk about film fucking finds. So my film finds for this week, half they involve dating so why not do a classic category of rom-coms rom-coms are probably to be frank are probably my least favorite genre i am not a rom-com girly i would rather sit and watch a fucking horror movie over a rom-com any day but i have a few favorites that i'd like to talk to you guys about so 
if you're thinking classic rom-com, the first one that um, comes to mind is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which is Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson's in it and Matthew McConaughey. The chemistry on those two, absolutely fucking fire. The yellow dress she wears, iconic. And it is just such, just like overall a great rom-com that I actually like will sit and watch and enjoy. I've probably seen it at least two to three times and it just gets better every day and every time I watch it. So if you haven't watched that one, I would say it's one of the most classic in its genre. Number two that I really enjoy is About Time. It has Donald Gleason in it and Rachel McAdams, which those two, those two do something for me, like in my body and in my soul. I love both of them. I think they're fantastic actors in everything they do. I'll watch anything they do, but I think it's just so cute and so quirky and like both of their characters literally like remind them of me and how I am like on dates and it's like a little bit awkward a little bit of nerdy behavior but like also so sweet and wholesome and the overall premise of the story is just it's just like literally like just iconic like if I had that power of being able to change time like I totally would change things just because like some of the things that I say are just so awkward and I wish I could rewind it but I just, I think it's just overall just so cute, and I'd recommend watching it if you haven't. Another one that I really enjoy involves the more gritty side of dating, and it isn't a rom-com, it's a thriller slash horror, is called Fresh. So that one stars Sebastian Stan, who I love, and Daisy Edgar Jones. It is just basically um, about modern dating and it's seen through the eyes of Daisy Edgar Jones's character who is just trying to survive from her new boyfriend. I'm not gonna say anything about it. The name kind of a little bit gives it away but it is it's like honestly probably like a mid-tier horror but I just love those two actors so much. So like, I, like I'll watch literally anything they do. I love Sebastian Stan. Winter Soldier is iconic and one of my favorite Marvel characters. So I'll usually watch anything he's in. But I think it's a new take on uh, the horror movie genre. I've never seen anything like it. I think you should go check it out if you haven't seen it already. My last one is kind of a mid-movie, but like literally when I was thinking about recording this episode, it's one that came right to my mind because I saw it, I would say like, I saw it about two months ago when it came out in cinema, which is Cat Person, and it's just basically about this younger girl who starts dating an older man and the relationship just takes a creepy turn and it has to do with online dating and how texts can be perceived and all of that. I think the overall plot of the film is good but poorly executed. Like if the writing was better and the like 
actual storyline was better I would say like the core pieces of it are great like it could have been done so good but it wasn't um if you're looking for a disappointing thriller I would watch it and I hope someone makes something like it that is just better (laughs) well that brings us to the end of this short little podcast I'm sure I will film another one on dating, but this is just kind of dipping my toes into the water with this territory, so I hope y'all enjoyed. Now, I finally get to wrap up this podcast with my wholesome weekly words of advice. And honestly, I didn't come prepared with this one, but this saying comes in my head all the time because I feel like it's been ingrained since I was a kid like speaking on my last podcast with my mom, you gotta love yourself before you can love anyone else. And I think that is so true. My mom's told me that. My friends have told me that. And I think it's such an important thing because if you don't love yourself, you literally can't love anyone else. You have to put yourself first in situations and circumstances. And that's taken me a long fucking time to kind of ingrain into my head. And it still is. Like, there's still some times where, you know, you're feeling depressed and you're feeling anxious and you're feeling um, really panicked. But you just have to remind yourself to put yourself first and to think of your own feelings and that your own feelings are valid and that's what makes you human. And at the end of the day, you just gotta love yourself because you're on this earth for a reason and you're thriving, you're surviving, you're doing the best that you can and you should appreciate little milestones, big milestones and just fucking love yourself, guys. Um, it's better said than done. And I'm so happy that I am on the road to self-acceptance and self-love. And honestly, I feel like I've gotten there, but there's always more that you can work on. And I hope we work on it more together. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast this Tuesday. Tune in next week for a super, super fun podcast that I can't wait to tell you guys about. But stay tuned for some hints on my Instagram. Link down below are all of my links. My Instagram, my personal Instagram to see all my travels because I am away right now. And also my letterbox is down below to see all of my fucking movie reviews. So stay tuned for next week. Have a terrific Tuesday and bye.